0: hi and welcome back to cheeky crypto my name's chris and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another video and in today's video we're gonna uh show our interview with josh and rob from corner copious fantastic interview we had a fantastic time over in las vegas chatting with lots of different projects from the cardano and V Chain ecosystems uh, really do think that it's worth watching all of the interviews that we put out for this event because there's lots of content um, that covers lots of things that perhaps people aren't aware of right lots of upgrades coming for Cornucopius, so and we're going to dig into all of that wonderful stuff plus the race suit looks phenomenal on the uh, screen so we get to play uh, and obviously if you purchased one of the race suit nfts uh, you know what you've got is you know amazing in my opinion it does look phenomenal in the game and uh, obviously we got to race with mickey watkins rob and you know a few others as well so it was a fantastic event but if you enjoy this sort of content mash up the like button subscribe if you haven't subscribed already tap in that bell selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video and don't forget we've got a private sale live at the moment so uh, you know if you are one of our nft holders go check out the discord you know the racer suits uh, do come with the extra utility of being able to you know basically get involved in uh, some of the private sales that we do so go check that out in the discord link in the description but let's get down to the interview so um it's great to have you back on the the channel seems like it's been a while um obviously we're in las vegas uh, different for for us uh the, the nft xlv um How's everything Cornucopius? How are you both? Uh,
1: well, yeah, good to see you. Thanks for having us up. But um, it's it's amazing so far. A lot of fun, a lot of people. Get to see the team. Always special to get everybody together because, uh, for example, I've never met Kareen in person. And I saw her for the first time in person today. I'm going to tick this off real quick because it's making some noise. But yeah, like just seeing the team getting together with everybody is, is really special. Seeing... The community's reactions to the racing game—we're incredibly excited about uh, not just the racing game, but like everything that we're showing. Uh, racing game happens to be very, you know, Calito Valley—it's—it's it's, uh, intense, and so it's good to showcase. It's something like this, but the the other stuff is phenomenal as well. It's also immersive. the sounds amazing, and uh, we're we're proud. It, it's it's awesome. I'm thankful for the team, but yeah, Rob. Yeah, I mean we've got
2: we've got 300 people at the moment that are testing. Some some of those testers are here, but they've never actually seen it in its full glory. Mm. So so to see it in 4K on the 65 inch television screens, they're like, whoa, this is a completely different game because they they've obviously got the maybe the, the 28 inch and 1080Ps at home. Mm. So yeah, the the artwork that that the team has created is is really incredible. What's what's
1: on the roadmap for for the rest of 2023? Rob was just updating me on some of our infrastructure setup. We've been Working kind of behind the scenes some of the stuff you guys don't ever see because it's just not marketable really is You got to build out the infrastructure to properly allow people all over the world to get a signal a gaming signal together And not just that but also have multiplayer going and replicating quickly and um, And not having lag and all of that. So we're working on the AWS infrastructure and That's going incredibly well, which is awesome uh, our our launcher of the game is now, I don't know what version it's on, but we've gotten through a majority of the major issues, and it's something that we're quite proud of that as well, because that was a tremendous endeavor. We've been working on that over a year just to be able to launch the game. Um, and so, and that's not that that's required. You can use other third-party platforms. We wanted to have our own setup. Uh, but... Yeah, so now we're gonna start really opening it up to more and more testers. We're gonna be launching uh, the Caledo Valley uh, Raceway very soon. So we're gonna be allowing the public to start testing. Uh, we probably will get mining out there pretty soon as well, which is gonna just get people doing a lot more. Uh, really all you've seen so far from the public is them playing Caledo um, uh, Resort which is awesome in itself. You got the hollow caches, you got the puzzle games, the cranes you can climb up, climb up. It's, it's fun. It's, but um, there's so much more we, we're gonna be unveiling and we're t- trying to grow that group so that in 2024, we can kick off that year with uh, marketing. We, we really wanna start throwing marketing on. We wanna start getting our marketplace being utilized and selling the in-game assets. So 2024 should look amazing for us. Uh, it's it's yeah. we're really i think the infrastructure is obviously the 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 key to
2: to everything scaling um, and we always knew we'd, well, we well we were hoping that we'd have more demand than we can handle which is what we're seeing now so in these early days we've only got a couple of servers so we've designed the, the game and the launchers so that has people in different groups. So we can define those groups on what NFTs they've got, what hardware they've got. So we can slowly open up, say, look, all you your OG uh, role that have say the, say the mythics you can start testing, and within the game we will allow certain groups to go and test racing, and then certain groups to to do mining and then fishing. So we've created the system from the bottom up to be scalable but controllable as well. So we don't have to push out a new build. We just click a button in um, in, a, in in the the back end office, and then suddenly another hundred people can come in. Or if an area is broke, we can just close it down. So so. We,
1: we did that from day one and, and we're really seeing the fruition of that now. Yeah, you know, one thing I would add to that real quick is we've got the ability in our system very soon, um, we just need to add the, the location uh, access, but we've got these ro- this role system to where we can go to you guys mm-hmm. and we can say, we're going to give you early access to uh, this new area. Uh, we got a new vehicle, maybe, or we've got a new part of the game that we want to re- allow you guys access to. We can give influencers early access, and that way they go in and they start creating some content. Some little guidelines on here. Let's just let's let's reveal this or whatever. But that gives we we open that up to a hundred different content creators for two weeks, and then we go and open it up to the public. That way, there's hype about it, and it's really exciting, and you know that sort of thing. So we're yeah. we're excited to do I mean, that. Just,
2: it's all the same build. You know, we don't yeah. have to do a special build for you. We just it's
1: all permission based. Yeah, yeah.
2: And we've we've played the
0: game. It's been really enjoyable. But what are some of the challenges that you found? Because obviously, it's a number of people doing testing, right? Yeah, yeah. What what are those challenges? Are, have there been quite like,
2: challenges? L- lots of challenges. Yeah. As as the developers are building, they're building kind of on a, on an isolated land, so. Building a game that works across territories, even even you know, it has to synchronize in the cloud in the central source. All that lag, like. as they're building it, you don't get that because it's all locally, and you can do simulations and such. But when you when you then come and and, and release it, you don't really know. Um, so so that's been quite challenging. So to so get everything synchronized, so it doesn't pull people back and. And you have, you build algorithms in because you might have somebody in Europe or in America and, and the game kind of has to synchronise and allow for for that varying uh, of lag like, and, and yeah the, those those things you are really difficult to test in house um, but with the amount of testers that we've actually got we get pretty quick feedback. Uh, and it's amazing, and we can push a build out now that we've, we've automated the builds as well, that's something that we'll be rolling out in the next next few weeks. So, so we automate the build, it creates different images, we can push them up to Gamelift, Gamelift can then scale that to millions of players, so all that's coming as well. And yeah, we've, so we've got unlimited testers. To, yeah. to be fair, yeah. But, but yeah, there's a there's lots of lots of challenges. Creating a multiplayer game is not easy
1: whatsoever. Oh no, yeah, I could I could answer that question for hours. The, yeah. the number of challenges. I mean, organizing the team, interpersonal conflict sometimes. Just there's just for so many things. But if you're talking specifically, what are the challenges with the, the game and the testing process? Um, I I can answer that one directly with just, you know. There's a ton of bugs in game development. Caledo mm-hmm. Valley, that entire dome is 8 by 8 kilometers. That's enormous. So that is so much area for there to be issues. Now, granted, the good news is, well, when we opened it up to testing, we got 800 bugs in a week reported. Yeah. And we have a good reporting, a bug reporting process. That's great. So we have great feedback process, feedback loop, which is essential. But those, you know... of those bugs were quickly and easily fixed because it's like a collision pass. We need to run a collision pass in this area one more time. You fix it super fast. Some of those bugs might be more challenging. But um, yeah, I would say that that is it. It, You know, just game development and just reiterating a lot of what Rob says. There's there's just so much complexity that you, you can't not have a lot of issues. But the beauty of it is people are in it enjoying the crap out of it regardless of all that like these are all minor minor bugs that's just like tweaking and refining yeah. we haven't had any major bugs yet so that's pretty awesome too it's just yeah people are yeah. in there like you played it yeah there were bugs in what you played yeah yeah but it was still pretty amazing and pretty exciting and you may not have even noticed them yeah so. i think like you're right
0: a, a lot of the the bugs were not really impacting like the gameplay as such. Yeah. Like when I was playing. Um, yeah.
2: And you see it with you see it with other games, you, you mm-hmm. see it with New World, you see it with Fortnite. It's, it's just you know the the only guarantee that you can give with software development is that it will contain bugs. So if you start off knowing you, you're going to have bugs, then you have to build the infrastructure around it. And like I say, that we built that from day one because because we knew and. It, and
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, now, for example, the launcher it reads when you sign up for a player mm-hmm. account and you download the launcher. It reads your system specs, mm-hmm. so we have now we don't have to ask you what which what are you using, you know. Yeah. We know everything about that. So then your bug report comes in, and we go oh he's on a 2060 or he's on this machine or, you know, whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah, we're optimizing for that. And it just gives us the information we need.
2: That's great. That, that's a really good point, you know, because the, there's only our team. We, we have 33 full-time employees, around about 50 people, in t- including contractors that are, are working on our game. So the, they're not all testers. Yeah. You know, we've only got, you know, a, a small testing team apart from the developers and you shouldn't really test your own stuff. So we have limited amount of hardware to test on, so we only test on, you know on, on on some some really decent you know development systems. so having the power of the community, they have every system that, that you can think of all. all you know from from really old graphics cards to, to new ones different types of memory different operating system so the the analytics and the stats that we're getting really really early on we can see where we where we tune it so now we have four different settings we, we have the ultra mode we have high medium and low and then what we found is is that because we've been developing on the, on the ultra and high we've actually not we've We've not seen what the low settings are. Mm-hmm. So, so in the early days, you go into a cave, and because all the lightings are turned off, well, it, every, everything is really bright. Yeah. So you don't get the, set, the same look and feel. of The fog doesn't work. But now we've got the feedback from the community. We can immediately look at that. Because you, when, when you know which direction to look at, you can set your, set your system up. But if you don't know about that, then, then you wouldn't know. So, so stuff like that, the, the community have been so useful.
0: Yeah, I think as well. Like we, we were obviously you know part of the the testing group as well, and I think the communication was great from from the team to say that you know there are going to be bugs, and I think it really set it up. So actually, when I was in there, you know, in the in the game, the, the part of the testing group, I was expecting more bugs than there mm-hmm. were. So yeah.
2: I think that was that was really good as well. And this is pre-alpha, you know. That we're not, we're not alpha or beta or all
1: release. Yeah, you, they're, they're supposed to be bugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and actually, something where we're at, what we've released at this point, um, Crazy. If, if you count racing, that would be a five-year endeavor. Typically, we've compressed five into two, and there's some suffering that's occurred because of that, and some of that suffering is uh, health of team at times. Yeah when we go into crunch mode and things like that, but every game has crunch mode, mm-hmm. uh, so that's not uncommon. But we've really managed to compress time and launch something amazing by bringing people on that are incredibly talented and passionate about what they're doing. Um, so thankfully, like we, we've accelerated. I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's remarkable what's been crazy to this day. It's crazy, because you know, halfway through the build, we
2: switched engines. Mm-hmm. So we went from UE4 to UE5. And that, that is like getting a brand new engine system. I, yeah, was, and it came with um, Lumens and Nanite, which none of the developers had, had ever used before. But that then allowed us to take the game to a whole new level of, of lighting um, and performance. So that enabled us then to push the graphics even harder, which you're, you're,
1: you're now seeing in it. Yeah. Well, and the, the magnitude of that is important to mention. Unreal Engine 5, from, from 4 to 5, that was the biggest game engine release to date ever from yep. any of the game engines. So that upgrade, the fact that we were able to do that, this was a critical moment in our company too because we don't, we don't talk about this a lot. We did back then, but that was in like March of 22. Yep. So we'd been building on Unreal, for, Unreal 4 for about a year. The decision was, is it gonna be bug free enough this huge update. Should we, if if we go, if we make the switch, we got to be committed because now there's a switch time involved, a significant switch time. You have to rebuild everything basically Mm -hmm. because it was such an enormous upgrade. Thank God we did it though. Because if we didn't out of fear that it was going to be too buggy or whatever, they weren't ready yet. We may not have been able to, because we would have gotten so much further along on four and then it would take us a year to switch to five yeah. or whatever, and that's that's just the nature of uh, of yeah. development and upgrades and the upgrade cycle. But thank goodness we did. Like that was that was really a critical decision that we made, and thankfully I, it was the right one. Um, version five was broke.
2: Those first two months of version five, they were tough. Lots of things were missing. Even now, you know, we moved over to five point one. It fixed some things and then broke others, and now five point three is out we well, we're, we we're, we're at 5.1 at the moment because we had conferences so so we don't want to start that again but there's some massive benefits that we want from 5.3 so as soon as we leave here next week the project will be upgraded to 5.3 so we're skipping 5.2 straight to 5.3 because unreal themselves are developing yeah. and um, yeah then we'll have how a, a huge performance. You get get new benefits with Nanite hair system that comes in. We're able to create all the environments, the background environments in Nanite, and, and using Nanite means that you don't have these different levels of details. So, so in in traditional games, performance improvement, yeah, in, in traditional games, you will, you will have. You'll have your background and then you'll do another graphic set of, of when you're closer to it and closer and you'll do about seven or eight different views, that the different levels of detail, well Nanite does that all for you now, so it speeds up your development time and, and it's slick and, and all these other different tips and tricks and yeah, Unreal Engine 5 is, is amazing mm-hmm. but you know, that's a, that's a moving platform, we look at the blockchain, those are being developed, so, so we're developing on, on, on kind of quicksand at times, so that adds to the challenge, but because we're a small agile team, you know, I, I, I mean, what we're literally pulling rabbits out of hats every week, and it, it's, it, it's brilliant, it's a brilliant ride to be on. Yeah, I was going to say agile, yeah, that's definitely the word that
0: I would have uh, yeah. used yeah. for sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously we're, we're deep in the bear market now. I personally think that we're in that last leg of the, the bear market. How have you and the team sort of you know, navigated the, the, the bear market? How have you found it? Um, and I guess just put a bit more of an overview on it. You know, what's your thoughts on like, other projects? How are they getting on you know, mm. in, in, in yeah, that's the a bear deep, market? That's yeah. a
1: deep question. Uh, well, yeah. first of all, I'm thankful, very thankful that I've got the experience in crypto to have been through a previous bear uh, because we're very careful with fund management and our treasury to ensure that we had the runway, that we kept the runway to, to sustain ourselves through the bear. Um, so that was a very critical, you know, that's a I'm constantly thinking on revenue and treasury management. And we brought on a finance director, a guy named Ben Jones, that's doing a great job of helping us with a lot of that stuff. But the, um, yeah, it's just the bear bear cycle, it's hard for for a lot of people, like really hard for people, catastrophic for some people, right? And the projects that don't have the experience, they get accused of being of, of rug pull because they run out of funds mm. or whatever. And some of them might be an intentional rug pull, but a lot of people just run out of money.
0: Yeah, good projects, um, good people. Yeah, just... good
1: projects, good people. They didn't intend to screw anybody over. It just so happened that they didn't have the experience to ensure they had the runway. But one of the cool things about the bear is that the people that are remaining building, you see, you see the true people that are building, um, which is awesome because it gives you that uh, authentic view of, okay, these are, the, these are the guys that are still going at it, you yeah. know, which is which is awesome. So you build uh, more authentic relationships as well in the bear, because it's like, oh man, this is, you know, it's tough, yeah. uh, it's hard on a lot of people, but for us, man, the noise dies down. Yeah. You don't have to deal with as much community noise. It's, uh, it's like the community that's remained they're the ones that are passionate about crypto and they're in for principle and they're in it for the, the long haul, right? They're not the flipper. Hey, I need to make, uh, I need to 20 X right now you know, and yeah. just bail on your pro, you know, like you get, you lose a lot of that flipper kind of mentality, um, which, you know, nothing against them flip if you want, but like, we're, we're trying to build something for the long haul. We've got a big vision. It's going to take a lot of time. And the cool thing about the bears we're, you know, we're just building, building, building and, and, uh, I don't know in, in that regard it's fun to build with a little less noise we just get to freaking tackle tackle go go it's awesome yeah. and
0: um, how do you feel like some of the other projects you know you, you guys are quite integrated with like a lot of the projects in the Cardano ecosystem I see your names pop up occasionally well, they're
2: going through the same things we are we're, yeah. we're all going through this, this this up and down cycle so it's it's good to get together because we've all got this, this shared unique experience yeah um and you you can see you know during the bull market every project wants to work with you and it's difficult to work on your own project never mind get distracted and, and then c- commit yeah we'll do that and then you have to let them down because you missed that meeting and they missed the meeting so now is now is the good time to have these conversations we, we still struggle to, to meet them because we're, we're still flat out Um but at least you can see that the genuine ones that, that are trying and, and they're pushing out their updates. And I think, yeah, we, we've probably got maybe another year or so of, of this, this, this bear market moving into the bull market. And then these projects that, that we're seeing today um, that have the start of, of, of gameplay and, and, and their, their system a year on from now, I think there'll be a lot of projects that are ready for that, that next
1: bull market. And I think it, I think it'll be incredible. You, you brought up a good point about the the partnerships and like, so, you know, we have a partnership with you guys, yeah. obviously the cheeky racer suit and, yeah. and that's been great. Um, but we really kind of, I think we have the reputation of being closed off in that regard. And it's not because we don't want to, cause we've just had a ton of people reach out wanting to partner. It's not that we don't want to, it's that our strategy right now, we, there, we don't need more marketing. We don't, like, if, unless the partnership is an absolute critical need and it solves a critical problem for us and we can execute on it, it doesn't make sense for right now because we have to remain laser focused on bringing our vision to the market. Now, then there's going to come a time when partnerships really make sense. Yep. They make a ton of sense. And we're getting close to that time which means I'm gonna to have to bring on some team. We will have to bring on some team and a partnership director that can actually execute on the partnerships. Because a lot of the partnerships, people talk about it, you know, it, okay, it could be a marketing partnership. Those are easy to pull off. But when you have a partnership that involves adding value for both sides, like I'm gonna utilize your tech, you know, whatever it may be, that's an execution challenge. Because now you're not only dealing with the challenges of your own team, but you're dealing with another team, and the communication and working that—that's there's time that takes a yeah. lot of time, and you don't have a lot of time when you're building, you know. Yeah. So I think what people will see as well is is when the projects
2: do go live, <clears throat> you have to, you have to be ready for that, and where projects then will fall over, and you see it in mainstream all the time, is the is the support. Mm. So what we've done from the start is is we've created our, our what we call a copy wiki, and that, yeah. that's 400 pages of information. Uh, all our community members are always directed to it they they're well versed on that so as the project grows and new people come in you know we've we've only got very limited support staff but then the community they go into that next level they've got those tools of the wikipedia that they can send people to get the screenshots and invite them and and they you know it's it's a, a really well educated army that we're hoping is you know is is, is it's quite unique to, to Web3 to, to have a community before you release a AAA game, normally you release the game and then you kind of get, get all the feedback so, so we're building with the community and, and they're going to help us solve a lot of those support, support problems, obviously yeah. we have a ticketing system but they're kind of like triage and, that, and they get rid of literally 99% of, of, of those basic questions, it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, look, we know we it's the same in, in our Discord with, you know, the the questions, general crypto questions, right? Yeah. From from people that are really new in the space. And yeah, the, the community is amazing. I think there's a bit of crossover as well between our servers, yeah. which I think is awesome as well. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the community plays a really big part, not just in the projects, but in crypto generally for the yeah. support of adoption, right? So yeah, it's always really good to, to see that. Um, I guess, what excites you the most about like, what you guys are working on like, for, like the next six months to 12 months?
1: For me, uh, really opening it up to a, a larger group of people. There's a lot that wanna play right now. Uh, and being able to turn on marketing and have this more complete product available. So we just brought on a team member that's gonna help us get our internal marketplace going a little more quickly. Um, that will allow us to start generating some revenue but also making it more exciting That I mean, you can start to buy things and use different things um, so yeah, just opening it up and, and really, I, we haven't done any marketing and the, the marketing that we're doing is basic communications of here's what we're building, here's what we're building we haven't done paid marketing, we've done influencer interviews yeah. content creator interviews and we've done here's what we're building but there's a whole other element of marketing that we've left out of the equation which is PR firms, paid ads, all sorts of different things. Um, so that is, I, I'm very excited about doing that and really getting cross chain. So we have a desire to bring in other chains. We always have. We started off cross chain, Cardano's is our home and it will remain our home, but we're going to expand to other chains to bring in a lot more of web three into what we're doing. And I think that's going to be powerful too, because I want others to be, we're we're trying to bring players over and you know what, that'll add more value to Cardano because more people will be uh, informed about what is that all about, because our community is primarily that, but our community is about to change significantly because we want to bring in other chains. So the next stage after that is going and opening up to Web2. But right now you said, what are you most excited about now? It's getting out to the broader Web3 community and really opening our, ourselves up to a lot. You know, a lot more people, a lot more players, a lot more testers.
2: Sounds good. You know, I'm, I'm excited for, we're, we're building all these big worlds that are 8 kilometers by 8 kilometers. We, we were, we're working on Solace now for, for over 18 months. Nobody's seen Solace. They've seen a glimpse of Solace. But well, we created Cledo Valley, which is a really small a, a small section of, of kind of solace where we can put all the features in there where we can put mining and logging and, log and fishing and all these will go into, into the huge MMO that, that, that is solace and so pretty soon we will we will be able to open solace up and then that, that will take us so that's a whole new level that, I mean an yeah. eight kilometer by 8 kilometer everything has been hand placed so it's not procedurally generated. Over the last eighteen months, and then when we then we have and that's going to be Solace One. There's probably going to be four or five different Solaces. but building that very very first world is always the hardest part. You know, building all those assets, building everything from scratch. But then pretty quickly, we've already started to make a start on on Esperanza and Solace Two. Those both are eight kilometers with different artwork in. So I think over the next year, you're going to see quite a few of these huge worlds coming together with this and certainly the picture of what we're building will, will kind of make sense yeah awesome
0: um, thanks for taking the time yeah. uh, I know you're about to go uh, talk on, on stage so uh, nice. looking forward okay. to to that and um, yeah I think it's always great to, to catch up with you guys I think uh we did some racing. I think the guys captured some of it, so maybe we'll share that with, with the yeah. audience. Um, it was an awesome race. Yes, it was.
1: You, you did well. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how. You beat, <laughs> you beat me on your first ever go. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> that, was <laughs> <good>. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was good stuff. Great Um uh, Yeah, one thing I would say, please, if, you, if you're if you seeing this and you haven't checked this out, go to corncopius.io uh, and register for a play ac- player account and sign up for testing. Um, the, the, there's a little checkbox you can do. So we're growing our testing group. There's a large amount of people that are already signed up. Get in the queue so we can add you guys. Uh, And one other thing is one of our side projects Token Riot. Yeah. Uh, Tokenriot.io is going to testnet uh, today. So, so anybody that wants to start testing that will be earning Riot Points. Uh, we'll be shipping out directions for that uh, very soon, but I don't know when this is going to air. So, Yeah, uh, probably a few days yeah. sort of from now. And, well, uh, it'll be in Testnet then still in a few days, and so we'll, we'll get you the link to share with the communities. So awesome. So we'll put the link in the description of the video. Uh, go check it out. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having us on.
0: So that was Rob and Josh from Cornucopia's fantastic interview and we look forward to catching up with them both again in the future the team has done a phenomenal job Uh, so yeah look go check out some of the stuff on Twitter and in our Discord as well really do recommend doing that if you enjoyed today's video mash up that like button subscribe if you haven't subscribed already tap in that bell selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video and I will catch you in the next one take care.